0: Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order, additional terms apply.
1: Thanks a lot. I appreciate you guys taking the time, man. No, thank
0: you so much because this is our first time playing. I can't believe it. It's our first time playing in Boston. What? Like, really? Isn't that crazy? We've never, I mean, we did, uh, we performed at BU. We performed at like Brandeis years ago. So like we've we performed in the area, but like never for an extended weekend. You know, at a comedy club there. So I think we're really super excited to bring out our fans who have never seen us up there.
1: That's crazy, because you guys have been doing it for a long time. I'm surprised never did a club here. We lived
0: in New York, too. I was like, I can't believe we never came when we were in New York. That's just
1: laziness now. That's lazy. I know. I blame us. I blame us. (laughs) Well, that's great. Well, we're, we're, I mean, we'll be psyched to see you here in Boston, and especially, you know, I, uh, I became a, a big fan of your uh, Dumb People Town podcast just recently oh, because, you. Um, you know, I wanted to listen to that to prepare for, to talk to you guys, but I've been listening to From the Cheap Seats, yeah. and uh, I'm really interested to see if you will cover anything about Antonio Brown while you're here. Uh, in oh, boston because <laughs> oh, you were man. on your last episode i believe you yeah. guys were saying that you, you you were figuring the patriots would release him before he, he could even get on to the practice in mean, the
0: and and clearly the patriots did not clearly the patriots are like we're standing with antonio uh, yeah, Brown. yeah yeah whether whatever happens <laughs> we're standing with this guy right. which is kind of crazy i mean but I mean, he's look. He was productive. Tom Brady could make me good, right? You know, I could I could probably get like eighty yards and maybe a yeah. touchdown if I suited up and I'm out of shape. Like now, you put Antonio Brown in there, it's like, come on, it's almost like not fair. The crazy thing is that you could see Tom Brady, like Antonio Brown, would run his routes and the ball would be behind, like, Tom Brady is used to slower white guys. He's, <laughs> yeah, he's, bigger, he's slower like, white guys, yeah. You know what I mean? He's, yeah. or just, he's used to, like, throwing to a tight end where, so his timing, he has to, like, throw the ball way out there in Antonio Brown, who is one of the best route runners in all of football. You know, he's, he's going to be at a spot where Tom Brady's normal receivers aren't.
1: Yeah, yeah. Well, I don't, I don't think that they could. It's tough to bring judgment upon someone when the owner of the team uh, I mean, is caught on camera. You know, at a massage. Yeah. Well, like. I, I
0: tweeted this. I said it. People were surprised that the Patriots picked him up, but Robert Kraft has always been a fan of happy endings, and so now <laughs> so, he's got one. Yes. Why wouldn't?
1: Now, Absolutely. Got, why wouldn't he give this story a happy ending? I know. Happy endings and ass play. So, you know, that's yeah. what the Patriot way is, apparently. I mean, <laughs>
0: the, the crazy thing is what's, what's going to happen. You know, I mean, right. the, the crazy thing is they beat Pittsburgh. Now it's a down Pittsburgh year. And, of course, without Roethlisberger, they're completely finished. But, like, They beat him without Antonio Brown. Like, they they wiped the floor with him. So you're saying to yourself, do they need him? They didn't have him last year and they won the Super Bowl. Mm -hmm. So, whatever happens, like, Patriot fans do not have to worry. You guys will be great. Wow, (laughs) you you guys. No matter what.
1: You guys do not sound like patriot haters at all. I mean, the rest of the country seems like you know the you know the evil empire is here. And in, in well, we're
0: Michigan, we're Michigan guys, so like we always root for our guys oh, in the NFL,
1: right? Yeah, and Brady's so, a Michigan guy, right? I mean, so
0: Brady yeah. is the prodigal son of Michigan. I mean, he is the man. So yeah. for us, you know, we've always rooted for him forever, just to be the best ever, so that we can say that we have the goat. It's
1: right? amazing <laughs> that Antonio Brown. The story just keeps the way it's it's taking the twists and turns. It, it, I mean, you've
0: got to take it seriously in yeah. this day and age. Uh, you know, it's like you just have to take it seriously, whatever is said, and everything has to be explored, and the NFL is going to do that. So, I mean, I anticipate that he will be suspended for a period of time, and the Patriots will have to play without him and still be good without him. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah.
1: Oh, yeah. and They probably will be. Yeah. And, you, you, you know, you're saying they have to take this very seriously. Obviously, you know, the nature of the allegations, yes, and it— I just want to kind of try to segue into trying to do comedy today, which is a big yeah. subject in comedy where something yeah. that was may have been appropriate to joke about maybe even five years ago is totally off limits now. And, and, uh, you know, people like Bill Burr and Dave Chappelle mm-hmm. have addressed that in their recent specials. And do you find it uh, way more challenging now to do comedy? It's
0: a great question. I mean, I don't know if I find it more challenging. You have to be, you just can't be careless with, certain things that you're like you can't just say well i want to do something edgy here so i'm just going to say this uh you have to intent is super important you know you have to understand like what you're trying to say with this joke and you have to be careful that it can't go the other direction in a way that maybe in the past you could have just been more free to just blast in any direction so in that regard it is a little bit harder and i don't love the 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 in general, this sort of notion of people who don't listen to a comedy bit suddenly jumping on the bandwagon and canceling someone. Uh, But then again, uh, you know, there are some things that are said that are inappropriate and offensive and hurtful, and if people are hurt by that, then you have to acknowledge that too. We'll always come to the defense of somebody who is making a point, and if the larger population is missing the point, they're missing the larger point that the person is making, we will always come to the defense of that comedian, understanding that, like, you're making a point. Maybe you are, you know, exaggerating the way someone says something, but if that's taken out of context, that's a bad thing. Mm. However, if you're careless and the comments that you're making Uh. are just terrible, and then we're like, we're not going to be on your side. You know, like, comedy is a hard thing, and you have to be crafty with it, and, you know, again, if you're... it, the the key, someone once it's like the, the best comedy you can do is comedy that can't be stolen from you that can't be repeated because, right. you know by somebody else so that it's got to be deeply personal in certain ways yeah. and it's got to come from your point of view and your perspective and if you've worked on that then the comedy you're creating should not be like should be bulletproof yeah should yeah. not be carelessly racist or you know right. like that's who you are
1: right well you can see uh, the point the Sklar brothers are trying to make on October 11th and 12th and and see if you'd like to take it out of context or not. Uh, Laugh Boston, 1st I can't believe it, your first real, like, Boston, legit comedy club gig. i um, very excited. Yeah, man. so that, that should be awesome. Now, how long have you guys... You guys have been doing it for... Uh, is it, like, 20 years? Over 20 years? More than 20. Really? I
0: mean, we've been doing it since, like, we came out of... Our, our first TV gig was our show, Apartment 2F, on MTV, which we did the pilot for in '96. So that was twenty three years ago we did the pilot for that, but we're doing stand up before that and then, you know, kinda ninety seven the show came on the air and lasted for a season but ran for like over a year on M T V and that gave us our national sort of you know, the platform as it were and then in the early, we moved to L.A. in 99, and then in the early 2000s, we did Cheap Seats, which ran for four years. Yeah. I mean, new episodes for four years, and then they ran it for another five or six. So for a decade, that ran on ESPN and ESPN Classic and ESPN 2 and gave us a nice run as far as, like, people getting to know who we are in sports and comedy as well. So, you know, I mean, we've been doing it for a long,
1: long time. Now... What is the key to not killing each other as brothers? Because if I, I so I'm a music guy, oh, so I think happen. of brothers and entertainment. I think <laughs> of like Oasis and Black Crows right. and how oh, that yeah. kind of ended up, you know. Or uh, uh, so what? What is the key to doing it, working together for so right, long? When you talk about
0: Oasis. The key is to not sound like the Beatles. Oh, it's um, that... kidding. No,
1: our key...
0: <laughs> hilarious. Uh, our key is not to share a hotel room so that no one has uh. to like get the urge to smother the other person with a pillow while they're sleeping right. um no the distance honestly i feel like it's gotten easier over time like when we were younger and we were more in each other's lot you know we have families we have like our own families and our own problems we have i have a group of other people who hate me i have my own family <laughs> um i don't randy doesn't really bother me as much like spending time with him is my break so oh, okay. it's it's a joy. It it actually we, we love the chance to do it and we do actually love the fact that when you have little kids and like you have an adult activity like comedy, which is you doing an adult thing for other adults and right. it has nothing to do with kids, it feels like this this vacation. Yeah. Joy. What's amazing is we'll be out in public, you know, we're forty seven, almost forty eight. We're out in public and people see us walking and they immediately like want to make us like twin baby, you know, they're like, oh my God, are you guys, do you guys live <laughs> together? We're like, we have families. We don't live, right. well, you think we're the Keebler elves? I know, for the,
1: sake! The, the double mint twins?
0: Yeah, we don't out. live in a tree trunk. I mean, we're regular people who have, so it is fascinating the way the world sees you versus the way you see yourself. Um, but it's it's great. I think uh, another question we get a lot is like, would you guys ever just break off and do stand-up on your own? And the answer is yes, when we get sick of doing what we're doing together. I think what we still have a lot more to say. We're loving kind of – so it, it we sort of market by what the next hour of new stand-up. We did a special on Netflix. We did a special on Stars that aired last May. And so, you know, the idea is that – that like, if we have another it, the Great, next hour. next hour, how are you feeling about that? And do you feel like you have another hour in you? And I and I think there's so much more for us to want to do together. And and the best part about being a comedy team is that we get to split the money. It's oh, fantastic.
1: Wait, really, no, that's
0: terrible. That's awful.
1: <laughs> well. Actually, uh, the, uh, my uh, my producer Josh Dolan has a question for you. Sure, sure. Hey
0: nice guys. Out. Um, so since you've been doing comedy for so long and like. 20 plus years um I I heard you on Tom Segura's podcast talking about how when you first started out it was tough to not be seen as a gimmick is that kind of like something that has gotten easier as time has gone on or is that something you still deal with and like they see it as like a gimmick act and not just you guys like two stand-up comedians up there doing comedy uh, that's a great question. Uh, why aren't you on the radio? Yeah, Jesus. Oh, well, he is why are you keeping this guy down. Put <laughs> He's him on the radio
1: more for Christ's sake. He gets it's his time. Come all on. All right, now get back in the box. Yeah, all get right, back behind, behind the glass. glass. Okay. Get
0: back <laughs> behind the glass. Uh, that is a good question. I, you know, I think the truth is we made a very conscious choice not to be a gimmicky twin act, and that we were going to try and not even really talk about being twins on stage, but it, show the relationship, show the symbiosis and the timing and whatnot, and just be a really good comedy team two funny people coming together Uh, and that's what we've tried to do and the more more material like that the more projects like a cheap seats the more stand-up specials you put out there that go in the opposite direction of a gimmick the less anyone can ever tag you with that the, the truth of the matter is there weren't twins for us to look to and say, oh, we want to do it the way they're doing it. Right. Like, there was no one like that. You know? So we, in, in a weird way, had to blaze the path that we wanted it to be. And without looking at someone going, oh, we want to do that. And since that time, there have been other great like twin you know twins who do it the lucas brothers who are fantastic and they Mm -hmm. said we were kind of watch you guys and saw what you guys were doing and we were like oh that's possible we don't have to be as you were saying before gimmicky in a certain way we can do it the way you not the way you guys do it but you guys showed us a pathway of what it could be and i guess that is probably if that's our legacy of like being able to establish ourselves in a way that people see us not as just twin comics but as a good comedy team then that's
1: everything yeah well, uh, I'd like to touch on the uh, Dumb People Town podcast, sure. which I oh recently my God. The became a fan. The uh, world is getting dumber. Yeah, I love that concept. And the latest one with Andy Richter, he had a great theory that maybe the world should get dumber so we forget how to do things like refine gasoline and stuff and, and in, yeah. in a weird way save the planet, which got me thinking that maybe maybe Donald Trump being elected president was part of that de-evolution to save the planet. <laughs>
0: Right, we're going around the, like, intelligence cul-de-sac to the other side. Well, the crazy thing is, you know, we sit here and we think about all this stuff where we're like, man... Uh, you know, I, I, I go to sleep at night thinking, like, how are you going to. Ha- Amazon is burning and how am I going to stop this? And I can't sleep and I have to get up and pee 11 times in the middle of the <laughs> night. There's some guy in like Tallahassee, Florida who's like, guess what I'm doing this weekend? I'm going to eat a Tide Pod, you know, have sex with my <laughs> right, fat wife, and then right, go ride right. a jet ski. Yeah. And you're like, and then he <laughs> goes to sleep for like 11 hours. Yeah, he's happy. And you're yeah. just saying to yourself, wait a minute wait a minute, Dude, who's, who's dumb? Is, am I dumb for, like, worrying about all this stuff? I mean, of course, people have to worry about stuff, but this guy's living his best life, and he's happy. So I feel like we can, in, in getting into the dumbness that's happening in the world, in our podcast, for people who don't know, we take the dumbest stories that happen in the world, news stories and stuff, and we just try and understand what they're doing in a funny way and then we roast the hell out of them it's just a blast but like you know th- it is funny to kind of think like oh man this guy is like he's happy yeah. yeah the guy who tried to jump from on a first date from a root one roof to the next roof thought he was doing a great thing and then he slipped down and fell through and then got wedged in and they had to blow out the wall of a kadoba to get him out I <laughs> mean, that guy probably thought yeah i impressed her
1: <laughs> well you know we were just talking about a guy named ronnie self in uh, madison tennessee uh, who was driving all around Madison and out on the uh, on the highway on mm-hmm. the top of, uh, I think it was a Toyota Tercel, his wife was driving, uh, mm-hmm. because he was celebrating getting a really good job offer. And so he was yeah, on yeah. the roof of the car blowing kisses and waving to people, and he said, uh, I was just having my own parade because I was having a really good day. He wasn't, like, drunk yeah. or anything good. like that. And And so when the cops arrested him, his excuse was, well, you know what? I'm having my own one-man parade. Okay. I don't see people in parades standing up on floats getting arrested. That's right. Right? He had his
0: own pride parade. That's yeah, right, that's man. Just... <laughs> Look, it's, it, was, it was maybe slightly less sad than the 0-16 Cleveland Browns parade that was going to oh. happen a couple years ago. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that, you know, when they filed for that one, I was like, right. this guy's kind of following
1: those footsteps. Well, my question with the Ronnie Self story was, did he end up still getting that really good job? I doubt it. Yeah, you know? and I mean, they never I followed up with that. In that moment, he
0: was Ronnie selfish, let's yeah. be
1: honest. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, uh, before I go, uh, I was reading, uh, it was one of those you know, 10-question interviews you guys were doing. Uh, I forget for who it was, but one of you professed your love of the greatest soda ever created by human beings. And I, wanted, I forgot which one it was, if it was Jason or Randy, who loves the cell ray. Oh my God, it's me.
0: I, I, and I don't even understand why I love it. I'm like, yeah, it's not even, they're not even pronouncing celery correctly. Yet it's like a vegetable flavored <laughs> right. soda. Yeah, and who looks at celery and right. is like, you know what? That would make a great drink.
1: Yeah. It doesn't make it, sense. None, of it, it sense, none of it makes sense, but it's brilliant. None of it makes
0: sense, but think about your spouse. Think about your boyfriend or your girlfriend. Like, there's a moment where you're like, I can't believe I'm with this animal. <laughs> <laughs> right. I can't believe, what, what is it about this person that I, you know, as they're snoring yeah. deep in the night? And so it's the same thing. I have this crazy, unexplicable love for celery I love it so much and, and I can't get enough of it and it's going to be my undoing
1: I know I, I used to work in a deli a long time ago and yeah. the, the manager was I was making fun of it and the manager says have you even tried it yet and one sip and I'm like oh my god I'm in right Here my is. whole world changed you know it's Jeez. like I love celery soda I can't even eat celery Right, but I can drink this, and does it count as a daily serving of vegetables?
0: It absolutely does not but you have one <laughs> sip of it in your hand and you understand like why people join cults. Exactly. Yeah, like, oh, I get it, yeah. yeah. That's, I understand the Rajneeshis.
1: I get it. <laughs> Alright, well, uh, Jason and Randy Sklar, the Sklar Brothers, Laugh Boston, October 11th and 12th, their very first uh, official Boston comedy club show ever. Can't wait. And, yeah, Honestly, um,
0: cannot wait to do these shows in Boston. we, Boston fans are so smart. They're great. I mean, they love sports, which is great for us. Great True. history of comedy in that town. Oh, yeah. So, yeah, I mean, absolutely. we we can't wait to come. And, and thank you so much for letting folks know about it.
1: Yeah, absolutely. And, and uh, folks will give you a very warm welcome, um, especially if you start talking Antonio Brown. That's right. Not well, a contentious you know- subject up here at all. <laughs> Hey, <laughs> you, you know what we're
0: gonna do? We're gonna come. We're gonna float in in a hot air balloon. That's what we're gonna oh, there you and go. Boxes. And you're it's gonna freeze your guy.
1: feet before you get on stage and say you can't sure. do the show. I mean, that's maybe the worst thing he could have ever said is that he floated into some woman's <laughs> DMs. Oh, oh, oh. all right. the well, Sklar brothers. Thank you very much, you guys. I appreciate you taking the time yeah. today. You got. Thanks me. for having us, man. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity
0: interviews or news.